and welcome to the James Market Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Kraft, and today on Episode 5, I'm joined by Dr. Fall Anina. Fall, how are you today? Fine. How are you, Neil? I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to have you here today. I'm excited for this episode as we'll talk about uh, some international, uh, the international landscape. Dr. Falanina has obtained his MBA from Ball State, his PhD from Arizona State, and is a chartered financial analyst. So, Fall, as we move forward with this pandemic, I think it's maybe easy to dwell or, or focus on the things that are nearest to us. Uh, so, we'll start in the U.S. What are the case numbers? Uh, what states are open or getting ready to open? And, and how is our uh, GDP recovering? Thank you, Neil. Uh, in the U.S., we have over 29 million cases and 525,000 deaths. Globally, we have 117 million cases and two and a half million deaths. Uh, in the U.S., a lot of states are lifting the stay-at-home orders. They are reopening business and relaxing social distancing measures. For example, uh, Texas uh, is ending the statewide mask mandate. States like Florida and South Dakota had been open for a while. And uh, I, I think because of the vaccine, a lot more states are opening up. Economic growth in the first quarter uh, is expected to uh, rebound. Economists are projecting 10% growth in the GDP, which is one of the highest number. And that's because of the uh, government spending and Federal Reserve uh, easy monetary policy. Excellent. Well, thank you for that update. Now let's shift our lens towards the the global landscape. How does the recovery look from that standpoint? Well, economic activity picked up in all major economy in February, but they remain short of the end of the 2020 level. Internationally, the country uh, that is doing well are the U.S., China, Spain, and Israel. And also activities picking up in UK and Canada. The uh, the global economic collapse in the 2020 it has been slightly less severe than previously pro- projected, and uh, economy like in China are recovering really fast. And uh, disruption activity in the major other emerging market also. Uh, was less than expected. Okay. Well, looking ahead uh, here at the remainder of this year in in 21, are there any regional economies or even specific countries uh, where we see good opportunities? I know you've you've mentioned China now a couple times. Yeah. China, because China just became the first country to grow its economy after COVID-19. And the global economy is expected to grow around 4% because of the vaccine. The area I think that will do well are the emerging markets. That's where the best growth opportunity. And the reason is helpful. They have cheaper stock market. They will benefit from the global economic rebound because they are the main producer of raw materials. Lower interest rate and weaker dollars usually help their their economy. And perhaps more trade-friendly Biden administration will uh, make it easier uh, for their economy. 
And uh, the next group that's probably going to go online are the European. They are they were the hardest hit by the corona. And now look like some of them because of the vaccine are opening up like Spain and, uh, and Germany. Excellent. So it, it sounds like there are definitely uh, opportunities out there. How can our investors get, um, you know, gain some exposure, I should say, to the international markets? Many U.S. investors stick with stock portfolio because that's natural, because they feel comfortable investing in the company they know something about. Yet, if you invest in foreign stock, you diversify your portfolio, and also there are a lot more growth opportunity overseas. Because if you look at demographic, most demographic increase are happening overseas. In general, there are three ways to invest internationally. You can invest directly in foreign stock. And that's what we do at JMC Investment Research. We buy ADRs, American Depository Receipt. American Depository Receipt is basically a receipt on a stock overseas. You can buy Honda stock here in the U.S., but what you are buying is a receipt on the stock that is traded on the Tokyo Stock Exchange. You can also buy internationally focused exchange traded fund, ETF, or mutual fund to gain foreign exposure. And the third way of doing it is buying share in a multinational corporation that are based in the U.S., but do almost all their business internationally. Many of the largest U.S.-based multinational corporation have more than two-thirds of their total sale outside of the U.S. Take Intel. 80% of Intel sales are overseas. Coca-Cola, 70%. ExxonMobil, 65%. Apple, 63%. And the list goes on and on. Those are the three ways of do, doing it. Uh, in some market, you can't really buy ADR because they are too risky. For example, in emerging market. And people usually use a mutual fund or an exchange traded fund to do it. But for the well-developed and large company, people buy ADR. For example, if we want to buy a stock in Alibaba, that stock is available here, traded in the U.S. It's a Chinese company, but traded here in the U.S. Excellent, excellent. So there are a, a number of ways to, to increase your exposure uh, internationally in your portfolio, some of which um, you know don't necessarily come to mind immediately. But Fall, thank you so much for, for these different uh, strategies. Uh, and I appreciate your time today and this valuable information. Thank you, Neil. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Again, if you have any questions about international investments or opportunities, please get in touch with us at www.jamesinvestment.com. James Investment, your future, our purpose. 